you are just putting on beautiful smile, but yet deep down, you know, you are, you are not yourself. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm speaking to that individual who is saying, Pastor, that is me. I'm out of shape. I, I, I've been knocked out. Pastor, I don't have what it takes anymore. I've lost sense of direction. I don't know my way in life. Things are hard. You're saying, Pastor, what next? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm not only out of, out of it, but I'm spiritually dead. Maybe you are one of those that are saying, spiritually, I'm dead. Prayerfully, I'm dead. Financially, I'm dead. You know, and everything is not working at all. Praise God. That was the case. And so Jesus was saying to the disciples, this man is gone. This man is already, he lost the battle. Praise God. Because you remember he was sick. All right? You remember he was sick. Praise God. And Jesus knew that this man is not going to make it anymore. Praise God. But others don't understand. They're saying he do it well. He do it what? Well, if he's asleep. You are sick. People saying, oh, you are okay. You are doing fine. How are you doing? He's, ah, I'm just managing. No, don't worry. Don't worry. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Praise God. That is exactly what they were saying. But then, they said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, <laughs> he shall what? Do well. Oh, you are okay. You are okay. But they don't know really you are not okay. Oh, you're looking good. Oh, you sound great. Oh, you are wonderful. Oh, thank God for your life. Oh, wow. Wow. It's as if you are making it. But they don't know you are deeply in debt. They don't know you've lost your way. They don't know you're disappointed. They don't know, I mean, personally, your home is not working. Your marriage is not working. Your children are not okay. The husband is not doing well. Your finances have turned upside down. Your wife is not doing well. And the church is not doing well. Your business is not doing well. Academically, you are zero. And personally, you are, you are completely knocked out. But he said you're doing well. That is their own level of understanding. Praise God. They said you are doing well. That is what they thought about you. They said you are doing well. That's the picture that they saw concerning you. They said you are doing well. That's the language that they heard from you. They, say, they said you are doing well. That is what they experienced in the outward. But personally, intricately, spiritually, you know you are not. And not just that you are not doing well. But death has knocked at your door. Praise God. How did Jesus speak, verse 13, of his death? But they thought that he had spoken of taking a rest in sleep. Praise God. Then verse 14 says, Then said Jesus unto them plainly, plainly. <laughs> In other words, you don't get it. Now you must get it. This guy is what? He's dead. Stop talking nonsense. Stop misunderstanding what this man has been going through. Praise God. Stop assuming. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Stop believing. Sometimes even the faith that you're talking about faith, now it's not working. The guy is what? He's dead. Praise God. The language that you're speaking contradicts the experience of this man. This man is dead plainly. Sometimes we have to get to the point where we must be plain. Praise God. Plain that you are sick. Plain that you are not doing well. Plain, you be plain that you are dying. You, you speak plainly that, that you know you, you are not okay. I'm not fine. I'm tired. I'm weak. I'm, I'm disappointed. You know, I, 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 feel, I feel as if I, I, I'm not going to make it. Since the guy is dead. Now from there the dynamics change. Look at verse 15. And I am glad. Jesus is saying, I am glad. Wow. 
Now they were glad before to say, well, he doeth well because he's asleep, he's taking a rest. Now that they heard that he's dead, completely their mindset and everything changed. But then on the other end, Jesus says, I am glad. Now they are sad. Praise God. <laughs> you see how everything contradicts itself? Can you imagine now that he said to them, the guy is dead, that's the time. He said, now I am glad. Praise God. Is it not supposed to be the time that he should be sad? Praise God. Together with the others, no. But now they are sad before they were glad that he was taking a rest. But now they are sad when they knew the reality. But then Jesus said, I am glad, praise God, for your sakes. You see that? For your own sakes, praise God, that I was not there when this happened. I was not there when he was sick. I was not there when he died. In fact, I am telling you now that he is dead even though I'm not there. For you to know that I am almighty God. So for your sake, I'm glad I'm not there. I'm not glad that he's dead, but I'm glad for your sake that I'm not there because there are certain things that I want to prove to you. There are certain things that I want you to understand. There are certain revelations that you must get that you don't get. You've been with me over the years. You've worked with me over the years. You've been doing a whole lot of things, but a lot of things that you, you don't know about me. You don't know my personality. You don't know my potentials. You don't know what I can do. You don't know the power that is resonating within me. So now I'm glad for your sake. Not I'm glad because Lazarus is there, but I'm glad for your sake. What, what, what? For your sake that I was not there to the intent that what? That to the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. So now Jesus is saying, I'm glad this has happened and it's for your sake so that now your faith is going to increase. Now you're going to learn much about me. Now you're going to have experiential knowledge. Now you're going to have a relational knowledge. Now you're going to, you're going to see what I'm capable of doing. You're going to know my true identity, my potentials. So now you can prove me. Now you can validate my ministry. Now you can understand who you are dealing with. So thank God he's dead. I, I'm telling you now because you don't know. I'm not there. You are not there. The first thing is that I'm revealing this to you that he's dead. Before the news will come to meet you. That's number one. And then secondly, I am going to prove the ministry. I am going to prove the anointing. It's time for me to, to for you to see and, and, and experience his power. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, nevertheless, let us now do what? Go unto him. To go see what? The dead man. Then look at what happened. So you know, this account is so rich. I'm just, I'm just paraphrasing, summarizing in order for us to get to where we're going. But if you look at this account, Jesus was dealing with the disciples. In this very account, Jesus was also dealing with the sisters, Mary and Martha, praise God. In this account, Jesus was dealing with the scribes and the Pharisees. In this account, Jesus was dealing with everyone in this account, in the midst of this dead man. One man dead, but every single one of them will have a deal deeper personal experience and a revelation about Jesus and the power of God in the midst of the death of Lazarus. Now we'll see how he interacted with the disciples, right? In other words, Jesus is saying, I've been with you over the years, but you have not believed as much as you ought to believe. I've been with you over the years, but you are not yet matured as much as I want you to be matured. 
I've been with you over the years, but you have not yet learned and understand and know as much as I want you to learn, know, and understand. So now, let's go again and learn some more lessons. Praise God. You remember at one time in the ministry of Jesus, one time, you remember what happened? The Bible says he blessed, he blessed five loaves of bread, two fish, and he gave them to the disciples. Right? And the, there was no miracle at that time. The Bible says when the disciples were sharing the bread and the fish, that was how the thing increases. And Jesus said to them, even though the people are full and they are well, I mean, satisfied, he said to them, gather the fragment. They had 12 baskets left. Jesus was teaching them faith. He was teaching them and trying to bring some revelation and understanding and mysterious act or activities to them for them to be able to identify not only the mystery, ministry of Jesus Christ, but for them to be mature. They, they missed that. As soon as they missed that, Jesus said, I'm going to punish you. He didn't say that directly, but I'm paraphrasing. He said, I'm going to punish you now. Now, take this boat and go over to the other side. Praise God. You remember that account? And the Bible says Jesus deliberately did that. Why? Because after that miracle, they didn't learn anything from that. So he said, take the boat and go on the other side and I'll meet you there. And while they were on their way now, then the storm, the wind and everything, everything was boisterous and troubling and frustrating. They knew they were going to die. Then Jesus came walking on top of the thing that was troubling them, the water. Yes. So in other words, he was saying, I taught you before, you don't pay attention. Now I'm going to teach you again and again and again so that you will get it. Praise God. Why? Because you've not been learning the way you ought to have learned. Praise God. You've not been getting it. Now, it is the same thing that is happening here in this account. He already spoke to the disciples. They, they, they misunderstood what he said. Now he's trying to say, well, let's go see exactly what's going on. Now, if I was with them, right, the moment I knew I already misunderstood this guy, what he was saying, I should be very careful of what I'm going to be doing now. Now that he said, let us go, I will be very curious, praise God, attentive to make sure that I don't make the first mistake that I made. But they continue in this mistake. Not only that they continue in this mistake, but also the sisters also continue in the mistake. Let's continue. Then said Thomas, <laughs> look at him. He said, I told you they continue in this mistake. Hallelujah. One of them, Thomas said, which is called Dedimus, unto his fellow disciples. Let us also go, look at the nonsense he was saying, that we may what? <laughs> Die with the guy. Rubbish. So, <laughs> they're still not getting, they're still not getting the revelation, the inside, the, 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 the mysteries, and all the, the things. Can you imagine Jesus just said, for your sake, this is why I said this, but let us go, and now this guy just opened his mouth right after Jesus finished speaking. He said, okay, let's go now. Let's go die with him. Somebody died. Praise God. We also say, okay, my friend died, so I want to die. Let me also die. Die with my friend. Oh, friend, don't leave me. <laughs> you know what, what is funny? No matter how, how you love someone, right? And that person died. And they're pushing that person in that grave. You see the cops going down. You may be shouting and crying, but dear, someone come behind your back and try to push you in there. You see, you be crying, but hey, you want me to die? You want me to die? <laughs> Which means that truly you are crying because you love the person, but deep down, you don't want to die. You don't want to. Praise God. So look at what Solomon, uh, 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 Thomas was saying. Let us go and die with, with him. <laughs> then when Jesus came, he found that he <laughs> then when Jesus came, he found that he had laid in the grave how many days? Four days already. Do you see already there? You see, we must be very careful about the language that we read, you know. 
Praise God. Permit me to sit a little bit. It says, the guy is dead four days already. Can you imagine? So was there any hope there? No, there was no hope. No need. No, don't waste your time for a miracle. Let's be honest. And let's, let's look at it from a natural standpoint, a physical standpoint, a spiritual standpoint, from a, a holistic view. In a situation like this, you know, you know, it's over, it's over. Praise God. There are certain things I want you to pay attention to. The man was sick. Jesus was not there. At least in the midst of sickness, there ought to be hope. I'll show you again what the sister said. Because she said, if Jesus was there, my brother would not have died. You understand? Which means that even though she was, she was worried about his sickness, the brother's sickness, Lazarus's condition, yet she still believed that Jesus could heal him from being sick, right? From the sickness. But she didn't believe that Jesus would raise him from the dead. She didn't believe that. So look at it. The Bible says right there and then, Jesus came and found out that he had been there for like four days. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about 14 foot long off. Verse 19. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Right? Then look at what happened in verse 20. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Praise God. You remember this Martha, Martha, she has a lot of issues, right? She's always forced there, that, that. She was the one that came back and said, Father, our master, why would you allow my sister to let me serve alone? Praise God. Be that to her. Then Martha said unto Jesus, now look at this conversation. Interesting. She said unto Jesus, Lord, look at it. If thou has been here, my brother had not died. You remember I just said it. So she believed that Jesus could hear, but not raise the dead to life. Praise God. Let me prove it to you now. Now she, you see that she said, if he had been here, he would not have died. Which believed, I mean, which proved that she believed he could have healed him. Now let's also see that she didn't believe that this guy should be raised to death or uh, to life, or Jesus is capable to raise him to life. Then said Martha, no, verse 22 now. No, say, yes, yes, yes. It says, let's take it 21 again. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. 22. But I know, look at this, I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, praise God, God will give it thee. You see that there? I know that even now, take note of her language. Come see how she's going to fluctuate. Come see how she's going to go back and forth. Praise God. Now she's saying, I believe even now, whatever you ask the Father, he will give it thee. But she didn't say, even now I believe you're going to raise him from the dead. Now for you to believe how she, she is like fluctuating in and out, look at it. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou would ask of God, God will give it thee. Praise God. Jesus, look at the conversation, 23. Jesus said unto her, thy brother shall rise again. As soon as she said that, Jesus catched up with that and said, he will rise up, what? Again. Faith is not funny. Oh. Faith is not funny. It's a very crucial situation. Especially when you, you are the one that sort of like you're caught up in the, in the situation and, and you have to act by faith. Huh. 
It's not funny. If you are sick and people are telling you, oh, we'll pray for you, you'll get healed, you'll get healed. When that pain is dead, somebody says, you'll get healed, you'll get healed. I don't know what is going to be running through your mind at that time. When you are desperately in it financially, and somebody says, God will provide, God will provide. You say, ah, inside of you, they say, it's just because you're not in my situation. No, you're not in my shoes. Now look at it. Immediately, Jesus said, thy brother shall rise again. That is, that's supposed to be the conclusion of the matter. That's supposed to be the, the, the end of it. That, in fact, if, if I was in her shoe, I'm just assuming now, at this particular, particular time, it is an opportunity for her to capitalize on the words of Jesus. She proclaimed faith that whatever the Lord will, uh, you will ask the Father, he will answer you. Then Jesus confirmed it and says, well, thy brother shall rise again. Then see how she fluctuates, how she goes back and forth. She's fumbling now in her faith. She's fumbling in her faith in 24. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again. Look at, look at it. In the resurrection at the last day. Praise God. So, you know, whatever she was believing that God will raise Jesus, or Jesus will raise um, Lazarus from the dead, was not now. She was not talking about now. Praise God. She was talking about what? The future resurrection of the rapture of the saints, praise God, or the judgment when the saints will be uh, risen up to stand before the Lord. Now look at, look at her language, look at her language, and look at how she fumbled, the way she fluctuated. Now take note, in, in verse 22, it says, but I know, she's the one speaking, but I know that even now, do you see that word there? Even now, even now, even now, you see that there? Whatsoever thou will ask of God, God will give it a day. Then Jesus pressed the button. Jesus pressed the button by saying, Thy brother shall rise again. The next thing you should be expectant. The next thing you should be a celebrant. The next thing you should be, be believing by faith. Oh, praise God. Finally, oh, my brother is going to be back alive. But look at it. She cut Jesus up again by saying, no, 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 no. Martha said unto her, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. But you just said now, why are you bringing last day into this? <laughs> you understand me? You just said even now, why do you bring about last day? No, forget about last day. We're talking about faith and faith is not tomorrow. Faith has nothing to do with yesterday. Faith has to do with what? Now. You just said it. And this is where sometimes we make a mess of our faith. So God, I believe. Oh Lord, I know. Oh Lord, I know. By, by your grace, by your anointing, by your power, I know. Oh God, you will see me through. I know now, even now. And then afterwards you turn and say, Lord, ah, I don't know, but this is tough. <laughs> you understand? It's none of your business. Jesus did not give any assignment to her. The only thing that she should have just done was to wait to see what Jesus will do next. Jesus did not ask her to pray for her brother. Jesus did not ask her to do anything. This is why believers must be, be very careful of what comes out of your mouth. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Don't be hasty to speak. Be careful. Be wise. 
And look at the word. The Bible says, Jesus responded now. He responded. Verse 25. Jesus said unto her, look at how Jesus is going to fix this problem. I am the... She's talking about the resurrection of the last days. Jesus said, uh-uh, uh-uh. resurrection is not about the last days. I am. In other words, if anyone is going to be resurrected, I am responsible. I am the resurrection and I am the life. St. John chapter 1. The Bible says, He is the light that lighteneth all men that come to the world, right? And you remember, the Bible says, He is the light and is the light of life. He is the very life itself. Praise God. Jesus himself is the life. And Jesus himself is the resurrection. No one will be raised, whether sinner or saved. No one will be raised back to life without the hands of Jesus. Or the power of Jesus. He's God. Hallelujah. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Specifically. Distinctively. Praise God. He that believeth in me. Do you see that? Are you a believer? Do you believe in him? Though he were dead, yet shall he live. Even though you die now, do you know that God has power, even right now as I'm speaking, to raise everyone that is dead, to raise them up alive? He's God. He can do whatever he wants to. Praise God. Hallelujah. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead yet, shall he live. Verse 26. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall what? Never die. Then look at what Jesus said. Turn back to her. Believest thou this? <laughs> Jesus is still going after her. He said, I'm coming after you. I want to rip your unbelief. You are like my disciples. I want to rip your, your doubt and fear. You are like Thomas. I want to rip all this, this un, un, unbelief, this doubt. I'm going. You, you guys must learn faith. You guys must live by faith. You guys must trust me. You guys must practice this. This is life. Without faith, it is impossible to please me. The Bible says, he that cometh to me must believe that I am and I am the rewarder of them that diligently seek me. So mother, look at faith. Believe, believe, believe. Believe as thou this. Imagine Jesus put you on the spot like this. You'll be scratching your head and say, I believe, I believe, Lord, I believe. <laughs> now, let's be honest. Imagine God is asking you to believe that which you know you cannot do. You know you are incapable of doing it. Listen. Listen, ah. God knows that you cannot do it. Do you understand now? He knows that whatever you are going to do, whatever you will have to do, or whatever you can do, you cannot do by yourself without Him. So He's asking her now. Believest thou this? Wow. In other words, Jesus is saying, do you believe in me? Do you believe in my integrity? Do you believe in my power? Do you believe in my, 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 
my my act, my activities? Do you believe in 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 my my move or my movement? Do you believe in whatever I am doing? Do you believe in me? Now, to those of you who are watching out there, and everyone under the sound of my voice, do you believe that Jesus can heal cancer? You are the one that I'm sent to this morning. Do you believe that Jesus can raise the dead to life? You are the one that I'm sent to this morning. Do you believe that Jesus can heal kidney and liver problem? Blind eyes, deaf and dumb. Do you believe that God believest thou this? I would have titled this message, Believest Thou This. But I didn't do so. Why? Because there's something much more deeper. And we're getting there. The man was sick. Jesus was not there. The man died. Jesus was not there. They buried him. Jesus was not there. He spent four days in the grave. That was when he showed up. And he turned now and said to the sister, Martha, Believest Thou This? Ah, no, honestly, so, <laughs> if at the time he was sick, you were here, I would have believed. If at the time he was dying, I would have believed that you can also snatch him away from death. Praise God. Even after he died, maybe somehow I would have believed that right there when he died, you pray he will come back to life. Because maybe his spirit has not gone to eternity yet. He's roaming somewhere in the city to go. <laughs> He's not gone yet. He's not there yet. Even no matter what, but look at the condition. He is already dead. He's been buried. Take note. But then the worst case scenario is being buried for how many days? Four days. Don't waste your time. Forget Jesus. Forget about this. You get the point. Four days. Then Jesus said, Believest thou this. The Bible says, With man it is impossible. So she was fair enough. I mean, she is living within the realm of what? Impossibility. She's human. But God is saying, take away your humanity off of this. It doesn't concern you. Listen, every time you want God to act on your behalf, forget about yourself. Never you forget this. Anytime you want God to act on your behalf, forget about yourself. That is what faith is all about. Oh, I cannot do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is hard. Oh, this is impossible. Yes, of course, because you are human. But there's one thing that God expects of you. Just believe. Only believe. The Bible says all things are possible. Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. But he said to her, believest thou this. Ooh. Do you believe your husband is coming back? <laughs> Pastor, that man already gone ahead. He married to another woman. He's having a family now. I don't believe he will come back. Believers doubt this. Do you believe that the doctors told you that your son is not coming home and you should prepare for the funeral? Believers doubt this. That that young man, they said he had heart failure. Oh, well, the vibe and everything is in his heart is not working. And whatever they say, let them say, believers doubt this. That whoever believes in him should not die, but shall live again. Do you believe this? Jesus was saying, do you believe that he is the resurrection and the life? Do you believe that even though he was dead, yet he will live again? Do you believe this? This 
these are the things that Jesus was, do you believe that I'm the resurrection and the life? So, Pastor, I applied for a job. And uh, I'm not qualified for this job. So, uh, I don't know. I just tried. I just sent my resume and see. It's like you're doing uh, 649 gambling. And you're like, I don't have any hope. God is saying, take yourself out of this. Just drop that resume and I'm in control. Right now, if I tell you what I'm believing God for financially, you won't believe. But up till today, I still believe. If I tell you the demand, the pressure, and the necessity, and all the, you, you know what I'm talking about, personally, ministerially, and all these financial things, it's huge. It's challenging, it's tough. But every single day, I'm like, God, I depend on your integrity. Lord, I believe. God, I know you will do it. I know you will help. You only have one job, oh, and that is my assignment to you this morning. Believe. Without me, the Bible says you can do nothing. So just believe. How much does it cost to believe? But the secret way to believe God is to stop looking at things from the human perspective. The easiest way to believe God, you must see things through the eyes of God. Oh boy, this one, oh my goodness, they said she's dead. And humanly speaking, that's the end. Naturally, death is the end. Right? And then... Is the end of this physical earth and life. The next thing you think about is the supernatural or eternal life. But in the midst of that, that God is saying, because I am God and you are not, believest thou this. Now what Jesus was saying, believest thou this. Now take note of this. Let me show you something deep. Jesus said unto her, take note 25. Look at all this language now. Look at this language. I am the resurrection and the life. Number one. Number two. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Do you see that? So what Jesus was saying to her was that, number one, I am the resurrection and the life. Your brother will be resurrected and he will receive life again. Number two. He that believeth in me shall, uh, though he were dead, then the Bible says, yet shall he live. Yes, my brother is dead. Through your power and through your, your integrity, through the manifestation of your miracles, signs, and wonders, my brother will come back to life. Do you know what the book of Job says? It said that he doeth miracles without numbers. In other words, the miraculous works of God, the miraculous manifestation of Almighty God is something that you cannot count. It's far beyond numbering. You cannot count one, two, three. No, that is that is the, 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 the nature or the attribute of Almighty God. Miracle. Miracle is his lifestyle. Miracle is his ways. Miracles are his manifestation because everywhere you go, you see miracle. Everywhere God goes, you see miracle. Whatever he does is miraculous. Praise God. Then Jesus is saying now, 26, whosoever, look at it, he, he's paraphrasing what he said in 25. He's paraphrasing everything, putting it into summary. In a nutshell, to say, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never. You see the next word, he says that, shall what? Never die. Never die. In other words, Jesus is saying, if you believe I'm the resurrection and the life, if you believe if you are dead, you will rise back again to life. Praise God. And if you believe you shall not die, but you shall live. But if you don't 
not get all what I'm saying, let me summarize that whosoever uh, uh, that whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Then he turns to her and says, Do you not believe what I have just said about myself? What I have just said about what I can do? Do you not believe about my power, all that I've explained to you? Do you believe? Now look at 27. She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God. You remember what Peter said? Hallelujah. The Son of God, praise God, which shall come into the world. Hallelujah. And when she had said so, she went away and called her sister Mary, praise God, secretly saying, the master is come. That's another title again for this message. The master is come. Praise God. The master. I sense God now. As I'm speaking, I sense his presence. He says, the master is come. The master is come. My goodness. Say, but pastor, my daughter is dying. I want to announce to you, God is saying, the master is come. Hey, Pastor, they just gave me injectment notice. The master is come. There is hope. Say, but Pastor, I failed all my exams. And I think I had I, I, I don't think school is for me anymore. It's not true. It's a lie from the pit of hell. The master is come. Say, but Pastor, I've been looking out for the fruit of the womb. Over the years, I have tried and tried. We've done all kinds of medication. The master is come. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, well, Pastor, I have, I have tried my best to pass this exam. And I've failed many times. The master is come. You have tried. No wonder you failed. But let him do it now. Let him do it. You will never fail when he does it for you. Say, Pastor, I don't have what it takes in life. I feel as if I'm a loser. Or if I'm my in-laws, they want to kick me out. You know, I don't think that life, life is fair to me. I don't think that anything has ever worked for me. Why would I believe this God? Listen, he is come. The master is come. Thank God, Mary. Thank God, Martha. Your brother and yourself, you are friend of the master. So in the midst of this deadly situation, you have hope because you are connected to the master. And thank God the master is come. Woo! Zambra de Somebody wants to commit suicide under the sound of my voice. I have good news. Don't do it because the master is Somebody wants to backslide. He said, I am tired. Oh, I'm fed up with this. Too much headache. Too much demands. Oh, the pressure of life is too much. No, beloved. The master is come. Say, Pastor, I am weak. I am tired. Oh, I'm exhausted. Oh, life looks like a burden. No, it's not a burden. The master is come. You say, Pastor, I don't have a brother. I don't have a, a sister. I don't have a husband. I don't have a child. I don't know my aunties. I don't know no one. I'm a loner in this life. I have no relative. Not a single one. I don't know. The master is gone. 
Pastor, there has never been anyone that has shown up in my case to help me, like the paralytic man that was down waiting for the water at the porch by the angel to come in and touch it. And then the Bible says, he said, I have no man. Maybe you have no man, but the good news is the master is come. Praise God. Ooh. Can I just pray for someone right now that your kidney is revived and restored completely? I pray for someone right now. Your heart is restored completely. You are here. The master is come. I pray for someone right now. Liver disease melt in the name of Jesus. Cancer disappear in the name of Jesus. Zembeli goes katala, bembro the brain tumor melt away in the name of Jesus. Enlargement of the earth. Zalus kaleza banderebe subra ledegus katalaba. Be reformed right now. You are healing Jesus' name. Zantulaba zantele, cancer on the leg. Zamblege shkutalale, you are not going to be amputated. The master is come. Be here in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke sickness in your body. I rebuke pain out of your body. Every demonic obsession, the master is here. Right now, loose. Be free in the name of Jesus. Every disease, every pain, get out in the name of Jesus. Be healed. 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 By the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed. The master is come. And then the interesting aspect of it is that he didn't just come. He says he called thee. He called it for thee. God is calling for you. Come. Don't die sick. Don't die broke. Don't die disappointed. Don't die in shame. Don't die as a failure. Don't die as a loser. Don't die as a loner. No. Rise up and believe in this God who believes in you. Don't die as a sinner. Don't die as an ungodly, unrighteous. The Bible says the master is come and he called for thee. In the midst of your pain, he's calling you. In the midst of your shame, he's calling you. In the midst of your constraint, he's calling you. In the midst of that necessity, he's calling you. In the midst of disappointment, he's calling you. In the midst of your heartbreak, he's calling you. In the midst of your frustration, he's calling you. He's calling you in every area. You have a lawsuit. And you're a businessman, you are watching me right now. And you are believing God to intervene. He's calling you. And I believe that decision at the end will be to your favor in the name of Jesus Christ. The decision is to your favor. God is going to go ahead of you tomorrow. He's going to favor you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He called it for thee. Verse 29. As soon as she heard that she rose quickly and came unto him. Mary is interesting. These two sisters are very, very funny. Whenever they are dealing with Jesus, you see drama. Praise God. Drama at home. Now you see another drama again. And Jesus was a friend of this family. She rose quickly, praise God, and came unto Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, 
what now jesus was not yet come into the town but was in the place where martha meets him praise god martha had met jesus outside of the town so now the bible says mary was going to go meet jesus then then the bible says in verse 31 the jews when the jews then which were with her in the house and comforted her when they saw mary look 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 it's interesting now other set of people are part of the problem now right the jews right when they saw mary that she rose up hastily and went out because you know this mary always believed in jesus she always had faith praise god and she always aligned herself with jesus the bible says she rose up hastily and went out followed her saying praise god they follow her saying what she went unto the grave to weep there. You see how that set of people, the Jews, scribes and Pharisees that were mourning in the house. Oh, she's going to the grave because remember it's four days already. But when Martha actually came to talk to Mary, what did she say to Mary? Huh? The master is here. He called it for thee. But look at what they are also saying. They didn't say, oh, he's going to see the master. They said he's going to what? To the grave tomorrow. You see? <laughs> the devil doesn't want to give God glory. Anything that should glorify God, everything that should be to the honor and the majesty of God, the devil tried to, to sort of counter it. Look at what they were saying. She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Was that where she was going? Where was she going? To go see the master. The sister came and said, the master is here! Yeah, Jesus is here, and he called for thee. Let's go. And then they heard, and they saw her hastily got up, and she was going. And now look at what they were saying. Oh, she's going to the grave to go mount. <laughs> you see, people, when people hate you, there's nothing you can do about it. Hey, I'm going to try at least that they may love me. Don't waste your time. <laughs> if they don't love you, they don't love you. Praise God. No matter what you're doing good, if some people don't like you, they cannot validate what you're doing. Look at 2032. It says, Then when Mary was come where Jesus was, you see that? She went after the master, met with him, and saw him. Praise God. Look at, look at, look at the different approach. The approach of Martha and the approach of Mary. We had the approach of Martha, the argument, the interaction, the conversation of unbelief and doubt, and how she was fumbling with her words and misunderstanding Jesus. Now look at the, the conversation with Mary. These are two sisters. Then when, Mary's, then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet. Look at it. Saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, the same way she started is the same way the sister started. He said, My brother had not died. So they believed that Jesus could heal. But then look at what they said. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, <laughs> these Jews, they are another thing. They also weeping. Which came with her? You see, they came. They did oh, she's going to the grave tomorrow. No, they follow her to Jesus. <laughs> Amen. And now they, they are increasing the unbelief and the doubt and the faithlessness. 
if you are big, yeah, ah, ah, this guy will not have died. <laughs> when Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen to this now. Now look at the compassion of Jesus. Now look at the humanity. Jesus was both God and man, right? Now look at his attribute in the human aspect of his life. His humanity. Look at it. Jesus was a friend of Lazarus, a friend of this family. He loved this guy so much. The Bible says he grown. Do you know John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world. Do you know that, right? We all know that common scripture. Now, do you know how God feels when you are in trouble, when you are in pain, when you are in need? Do you know how God feels? Do you know how God feels when you are disappointed, when you are down, when you are tired? Do you know how God feels when your backs are against the wall and you don't have any clear sense of direction? And he, he can help you. And he's calling on D, like the Bible says, he call it D. Praise God. And he, he, he had already come to you in order to help, and yet you still strain away and be, 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 be troubling about yourself. Look at the Bible. The scripture clearly says, he said, where have you led him? That could be another topic. Where have you led him? Tell me where is this man? Tell me where you led him. Where have you buried him? Where did you put him? Where did you lay your own situation? That daughter of yours that is a headache, what have you done to her? That husband, that wife, that business, that family, that hell, that sometimes you just throw everything away and say, I'm tired, I'm fed up. If God wants, let him do what he wants to do, but for as for me, it's over. No, don't 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 be like that. No. Don't resolute yourself for eventuality. Make up a mindset. Have a mindset, you know, to believe God deliberately. Where have you led him? Then said unto him, Lord, come and see. You see the conversation between him and Mary? She wept, knelt on the feet of Jesus Christ. While she knelt there, she was weeping. Others were weeping. Jesus' spirit groaned. The Bible says Jesus asked where have you laid him? That is, where did you bury him? Then said unto him, Lord, come and see. No argument. She didn't say, oh, but he's dead already. And he's been there for four days. Oh, but master, no, no, no. He says, where have you laid him? And she said, come and see. That's all you have to do. You know, the faith of Mary here was saying, Lord, huh, I know you can do it. Even though you were not around and he's dead, I know you are capable. I know you are powerful. I know you are good. I know you are mighty. Lord, you do your thing. It doesn't concern me. Now that you asked about it, let me show you. Come and see. Where have you led him? Then said unto him, Lord, come and see. Verse 35, Jesus wept. The shortest verse in the Bible, two words, Jesus wept. Jesus wept out of compassion. He wept out of love. He wept because he cares. This was his friend. You know? Imagine somehow 
let me assume, if Jesus could weep for Lazarus, do you know how many weeping he's been weeping? Or how many times he's been weeping for you? He wept much more, in fact, for you than Lazarus. He was weeping from the beginning when he picked up the cross at Calvary till he got there. Until he died, he was weeping on your behalf. So he wept for Lazarus because that was his friend. No, the, the weeping that he wept for you, he wept much more for you than for Lazarus. Praise God. He wept throughout his journey. He wept throughout the crucifixion. He wept throughout when he was on the cross till he died. In fact, the weeping started at the Garden of Gethsemane. And the sweat, and the Bible says, he was weeping while he was praying. Right from the beginning. Now the Bible says, look at it now. Then said unto Jesus, behold how he loved, then, sorry, then said the Jews, behold how he loved him. You see that? So they knew that the reason why Jesus was weeping, he wasn't weeping because he was mourning the death like them. No, he was weeping because he loved Lazarus. And he loved this family. It says, behold how he loved. Even the Jews could tell that this was out of love. I want to announce to you this morning, God loves you. Ah, you didn't get it. This God we're talking about, he loves you. That is why specifically, I don't know, for some reason, I am God. I've been asking, what should I say to these people today? You know, as usual, I always seek the Lord for, for a word. He said, you don't have a message. I'm sending you to someone specifically to let them know that there is hope in a hopeless situation. It's not about theology today. No, 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 no exegesis. No, 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 no. Don't begin to look for revelation or insight. No, you are going to speak your heart through my word to the people. And all you have to tell them is that I love them and there is hope. In the midst of Corona, there is hope. Your business closed down, there is hope. You lost your job, there is hope. Marriage is not working, there is hope. Things doesn't seem right, there is hope. You cannot do it all by yourself. There is hope. Praise God. Hallelujah. And some of them said, could not this man, look, at, look, look, look. Could not this man, look at this, which opened the eyes of the blind. You see, you remember I told you about these people that follow the Jews, right? Which <laughs> could open the eyes of the blind, right? Have caused that even this man should not have died. He could have stopped the death. Verse 38. Jesus, therefore, again groaning in himself, coming to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone laid upon it. You always find critics everywhere. Hallelujah. People who are very curious. 39. Jesus said, take note of this, take ye away the stone. You know, in those days, they are graved like tomb, and it's like a room. They dig it under, and then they have this big stone. To block it so that animals won't go in and dig the body and eat it up, right? So when Jesus got there now, they have to take away the stone. That could be another topic. Take ye away the stone. The stone there can be an hindrance. The stone there can be a stumbling block. The stone there can be sin. The stone there can be worldliness, ungodliness. Anything that you know is an hindrance that is standing between you and God, take it away. 
Anything that you know, fornication, adultery, lying, backbiting, jealousy, hatred, grudge, malice, unforgiveness, bitterness, whatever it is, that's the stone. Remove it so that Jesus will have access. Praise God. Taking away the stone. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Martha, the sister of him, look at Martha again, coming to interrupt, that was dead said unto him, Lord, Zambra de Shaga, Masuka Prentile Casadia. Martha, why won't you for once keep quiet? Talkative. She kept talking, 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 talking. We didn't hear much about Mary anymore after that conversation. Lord, come and see. Look at Martha. Came in again to interrupt. Lord, by this time, there's always someone that will want to interrupt your faith. And interrupt the doing of the Lord. The Lord is saying that this was like an obstacle, an hindrance of faith. Look at it. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, who was she speaking to direct to the master, to Jesus? By this time, he stinked. Ooh. Ooh. For he had been how many? Four days. Was she lying? <laughs> this woman was a, a very conscious person about details. Remember Luke 10? Jesus said, You are come back about much serving. Lord, you were not there when he was sick. Lord, you were not there when he died. Lord, you were not there when we buried him. Lord, it's even four days now. And not only that, let me tell you the condition. At this time, stink it. You know what she's saying? Don't bother. It's not possible. She had a deeper conversation with Jesus than Mary. She ought to have believed now. But she still stepped in to say, ah, hey, four days. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what is thinking in your life. Maybe your financial life thinking, your health, your family, your career, your spiritual life, everything that's thinking, that, that release, that, that, that uh, uh, negative aroma out there about you. That, that make people misunderstand you and that make people mis uh, people assume wrongfully about you, that make people conclude, they, they concluded on you negatively, I want to announce to you today. She said by this time, he's thinking, no problem with the Lord. The world doesn't want to come closer to you. They say, ah, I don't want to associate myself with a woman like that. Oh, I don't want to associate myself with a family like that. Your, your, your report stinks in the community. Oh, we don't want to associate ourselves with politicians like that. Oh, your record stinks. We don't want to associate ourselves with pastors like that. We don't want to associate ourselves with individuals like that. Everything about you is not good. Doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound right. It's smelling around. It's stinking around. And, and the, the, the flavor is not, it's not glorious. As soon as people see you, they don't want to do business with you. They don't want to, as soon as they mention your name, they don't want to, they don't want to associate themselves. They are trying to exit. As soon as you are coming in, they are exiting. Why? Because they cannot handle that aroma that is coming out. Because by this time, he what? He's thinking. 
I can imagine the heart had already maybe burst open. Maybe the kidney already turned green. As for the veins in his body, forget it. Maybe you see the nose is full with maggot and some, some worms and the eyes are already green and red and his face is puffy and like he's about to burst because in the inside maybe he's already burst. Not to talk about the flesh. You know why I'm giving all this description? I'm giving all this description about Lazarus in the tomb now. In the grave. She said he's thinking, which is true. Praise God. I'm giving you all this description. I want to give you a verse, but let's go further so that I can try to round up. Praise God. She said by this time he's thinking. He's been there for four days. She didn't just tell Jesus that the man's thinking, but she gave him the reason as to why he's thinking. Four days. Maybe yours is four year problem. Four, four month issue. Praise God. Four years, 40 years, or whatever that has to do with four, four years of divorce, four years of sickness and pain, and you, you, you are as if, uh, God, I, I don't think I will get out of this anymore. I have good news for you. It's going to be well with you today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 40. Then sent Jesus unto her again. Jesus is to you. <laughs> I love Jesus and, and this woman. When they meet, it's like boom, bam, boom, boom. She will come with unbelief. She will come with doubt. She will come with her religiosity. She will come with, and Jesus always responds. Then said Jesus unto her. Do you get that? If you're talking unbelief, I'm speaking faith. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Said unto her, said, I am. Said what? I not unto thee. Praise God. Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. This is deep now. Madam. Remember, I told you over and over and over again. Have you forgotten that I told you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Praise God. Said I not unto thee that if thou, should, uh, thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Stop obstructing what I'm about to do. Stop standing my way. All that I asked you before to believe. And then all that I asked you afterwards, thou believe thou this. And now I am asking you again. Did I told you if you would believe, you will see the glory of God? Why? Only believe all things are possible. Praise God. Then they took away the stone. Thank God. They don't follow matter. Praise God. They follow the instruction of Jesus. They took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. Now they call him the dead. They didn't say Lazarus now because they know he's gone. Praise God. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, look at the, 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 the words of Jesus. Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Why, why, why would he say that? 42. He says, and I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it. I am saying this because of these people. I'm teaching them. I'm trying to open their eyes. 
I'm letting them understand. It is time for them to validate this ministry. It is time for them to believe the another level about God, what God is capable of doing. Because they haven't seen this, they don't know what you are capable of. Lord, I'm saying it's because of these people that stand by. I said it. That they, look at it again. The reason why he said that they may believe that thou hast sent me. So Jesus wants us to what? Believe. And when Ethos had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus. Woo! Tonight you are coming forth in Jesus' name. I mean, this morning you are coming forth in the name of Jesus. Lazarus, come forth. Put your name there. Mary, come forth. Susan, come forth. Ed, come forth. James, come forth. Andrew, come forth. Prince, come forth. Come forth. Come forth. It is time to come forth. This could be another title, comfort. The master is come. He called for thee. If thou dost believe, only believe. Now we say, come forth, come forth, come. Jesus kept talking, kept talking about believe, 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 believe. And now he says, come forth. To who? Who should come forth? Ah. <laughs> Super. Listen up. He was speaking to the people who were alive. Believe, believe, believe. He didn't say that to Lazarus. And Lazarus is already dead. But now when he talked to Lazarus, he didn't say Lazarus believe. Because he's already dead. You understand? He says, Lazarus, I don't need your faith. <laughs> Lazarus, you don't need to believe because you are not part of them now. You are in another world. So what I'm asking you is I am almighty God, the eternal one, the invisible one, the omniscient God, the omniscient God, the omnipotent God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the all-powerful God who is able and capable and knows everyone, created everyone I'm calling you. Come forth. May I say this to you, that God is calling you to come out of that pain, out of that death experience, out of that calamity, out of that which is troubling you. Come out! In the name of Jesus, come forth! And look at it. He that was dead, Zura Zagedegesh Kambalada, he that was dead, came as Kutalaga. It's God calling you, and you're not coming. Hey, Listen, even if you don't want to come, you are bound to come because he is the one who designed your life. He owns your life. God says, come. You will not say, oh God, I will not, I'm not coming. I'm not ready yet. No, mm, 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 mm. I used to know somebody when you assign that person for a prayer, say, I'm not ready yet. God, God doesn't take that nonsense. I'm not ready yet. Then he says, come. You have no power to say no. You will come. Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead. Can you imagine? You see the way the scripture describes him. He that was dead. Praise God. He that was dead. Now, how did this man came out without faith and without believers down? You know how he came out? He came out because of first Timothy chapter 1 verse 17. Let's go there. These are the scriptures I'm about to show you. I'm, I'm going to round up in the next 
Ten minutes, I'll be done. I promise, faithfully. Look at it. Sharibando Skade. First Timothy chapter 1. Why would this man came forth? Verse 17. Are we there? Hallelujah. He says, Now unto the king. Woo! Who is the king of kings? Jesus. Unto the king, what? Eternal. He owns eternity in his hand. He controls everything. Natural as well as spiritual. Animate as well as inanimate. He controls everything. So he cannot call Lazarus out. And Lazarus could not come. He will come. He commanded and he stood fast. The Bible says, he spake and it was done. He commanded and he stood fast. He says unto the king, eternal. What next? Immortal. Invisible. And the Bible describes him as what? Sambri Talesh Adusa. The only wise God. The only wise God. Zonuka Shalaba, the only wise. Embre Diogazade, the only wise. Arukalemeda, the only wise. There's not another God. Not a one. No single God exists besides Him. He is the only wise. You see, only, not only that wise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Be honor and glory forevermore. Amen. So because he is the king, Lazarus must obey the king of kings. Because he is the one who is in charge of eternity, he is eternal, Lazarus must obey him because he is in charge of where Lazarus was. Immortal, no matter how the man was, was, was puffed up, he was green or blue or yellow, he was, he was, he, he was dead and swallowed up, and maggot was there, the kidney was dysfunctional, the heart could not function, the, the, the eyes were, were gone and burst open, the eardrops, everything was down. The reason why he could come out because this immortal God, invisible God, was speaking to mortality. So when he says, Lazarus, come for mortal must obey immortal. So the mortal obeys to the immortal. Zeti Kobala. The Bible says is the eternal. He's the king. He's the immortal. He's the invisible. He knows the end from the beginning. He understands all mystery. Listen, God can put his hands together like this and creatures will manifest. God can just open his... Don't you see what happened in Genesis chapter 1? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the waters and the Bible says, and the Lord said, Let there be lights! And before you know, light manifests. Let the animals bring forth. Let the firmament bring forth. And before you know, all these things came as a result of the voice, the words, the authority, the power of the king, the immortal, praise God, the eternal, the invisible, the only wise God. Talk to your neighbor, say you are not God. One more time. Again. Again. One more. Again, again, 
again, say he alone is God. Again, 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 and again. So when you face your problem, <laughs> just now say, I am not God, but he is come. That is why Martha went to Mary and says, he says what? The Lord is come. The master is come. You know, was he's here. Master over every situation and circumstance. Whenever you face a battle, say the master is come. <laughs> Devil, <laughs> I know your owner. Can I say that again? Then you want to fight me? No, no, no. You know I don't fight with you because I know your owner. He's my father. The master is come. He's immortal. Praise God. Invisible. Eternal. He's the king. And he is the only wise God. And by the way, devil, you yourself, you are not God. <laughs> you will see. He will put his tail in between his leg like a, 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 a dog, a coward. And he will be running in shame and say, ah, you got me this one. And he will be running, running away from you today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 17, I promise you 10 minutes, I'm almost there. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 17. Thank you, Jesus. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 17, are we there? He says, I'll be reading from verse, um, are we there? Jeremiah chapter 10. Thank you, Lord. Let's take it from verse 11. Verse 11. What does it say? Thus shall ye say unto them, the gods that the gods that have not made the heavens and the earth, even they shall perish from the earth and from under the heavens. Verse 12, it says, He had made, that is Almighty, He had made the only wise God, the eternal, invisible, immortal. He had made the earth by His power. Do you see that there? He had established the world by His wisdom. Do you see that there? And had stretched what? Out the heavens by his what direction, his power, his wisdom, his direction. He says, When he uttered his voice, when he uttered his voice, there is a multitude of what there's a multitude of what? waters in the heavens, and he caused the vapor to ascend from the ends of the earth. Praise God. He maketh lightnings. He maketh lightnings with what? With rain. Praise God. Hallelujah. And bringeth forth the wind out of his treasure. Every man is British in his knowledge. Every founder is confounded by the grave image by the graven image for his molten image is falsehood and there is no breath in them. The way of the they are vanity and walk of error praise god in the time of their visitation they shall perish praise god the portion of jacob is not like them for he is the former of all things praise god and israel is the rod of his inheritance the lord of hosts is his name the lord of hosts the god of battle so we're talking about a god who owned everything there is hope in a hopeless situation beloved let me say this to you i know you feel down at times you feel you feel you feel bad about yourself you feel disappointed the bible says in the book of hope uh, in the book of proverbs chapter 13 verse 12 it says hope defined make it the heart sick 
Proverbs 13, 12. In other words, when you have hope in something, you are anticipating, you are believing, and then suddenly that thing fails or it doesn't work. You feel disappointed. You feel discouraged. You feel bad. Praise God. You have, some people have heartbreaks. Some people are, are, are going to depression. The Bible says hope deferred make it the heart sick. But I want to announce to you today that God will not cause your hope to be deferred in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It shall come to pass. Your hope shall come to pass. Your hope shall come to what? To pass. Finally, Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5 to verse 8. Jeremiah chapter 17. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 17. Hallelujah. Verse 5 down to verse 8. Thank you, Lord. Pass here the Lord. Cursed be the man that trusted in man. Do you see that there? And maketh flesh his arm. And whose heart departed from the Lord. Verse 6. For he shall be like the heat in the desert and shall not see. You see that? There are details that we ought to pay attention to. And shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places of the wilderness in a, in a salt land and not inhabited. Verse 7, it says, Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, praise God, that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh. You see the opposite here. But her leaves shall be green and shall not be what? Careful. Take note. Shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from what? Yielding fruit. Praise the name of the Lord. When you have hope, when you have trust, when you depend on God, when your faith is anchored on him, like Martha said to Mary, the master is here. The master is come. He called for thee. And the master says, believest thou this? And the master says, if you believe, didn't I told you, if you believe, that whosoever believeth, ah, it shall, listen, you don't have to pay. You don't have to break your head. Just say, Lord, I believe I know with man, it is obvious. You yourself said it. It is impossible with man. And that is why I am taking myself out of this. But I'm Lord, I'm letting the problem know that you have come. I'm letting the pain know that you have come. I'm letting that situation know that you have come. Because with you, all things are possible. Why? You are the God, immortal, invisible, the king, the only wise God. My faith is in you. Do you believe in that God? In a hopeless situation, the doctor wrote you and told you, you know, you know, we're sorry. Praise God. Your job, they gave you a letter and they said you're out. Praise God. Your husband brought you a note and said, well, I'm out of this. You know, it's a divorce. And everything seems to be like casting you out and writing you off. And I want to announce you, God is going to write you in, in the name of Jesus. God is going to write you in. You are coming on board. You are going to make it. You are going to excel. You will be victorious. And God will see you through. Shall we stand right now? Stand to your feet wherever you are. God is about to do marvelous things. He's about to do miraculous things. I'm not going to waste your time. I'm just going to pray for you. Simple and easy. Jesus said to Lazarus, come forth. He's a miracle. Working God. He's a miracle working God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's a miracle working God. 
Jesus is a miracle walking God is a miracle walking God is the Alpha and Omega is a miracle walking God hallelujah is a miracle walking God is a miracle walking God is the Alpha and Omega Jesus is a miracle walking God hallelujah is a miracle walking God is a miracle walking God He's the Alpha and Omega. He's a miracle. For the last time, hallelujah, he's a miracle. Hallelujah, he's a miracle. Walking God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's a miracle. Walking God. Lift up your hands right now. Jesus said to them, roll away the stone. I don't know what your stone might be. It may be lying, maybe ungodliness, fornication. It may be adultery, backbiting, stealing, jealousy, hatred, grudge, bitterness, unforgiveness, witchcraft, idolatry, whatever your stone is. Are you ready to roll it away this morning? Those of you who are watching all over the world, you haven't given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And you haven't surrendered to the Lord. It's your time. Roll away the stone. That is the stone that is hindering you. I want to pray with you right now. Say this with me out there. There, Lord Jesus, I come before you. I repent of every sin in my life. Have mercy upon me. Every sin that has been the stone, the blockage stone, the hindering stone, the stumbling stone, I remove today. I repent deep down in my heart. Forgive me, Lord. Have mercy upon me. Then, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord, my personal Savior. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I believe you died for me. You were in the grave. On the third day, you rose from the dead. Holy Spirit, seal me. I covenant my spirit, my soul, my body unto you, Lord. Thank you for saving me. I pray, Lord, that I will live a life to glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name. If you pray that prayer, beloved God, richly bless you. Look for a Bible, believe in church. Get yourself involved in the things of God and live a life that will please God and glorify God. Can we pray right now? Those of you who are sick, position yourself right now, wheresoever you are. Don't let anything or anyone disturb you or distract you. Yes, don't pay attention. They told you it's a demonic problem. Forget about the demons. Jesus will kick them out like a cup on the floor. Praise God. Hey, don't say, oh, it's the powers of darkness that has been troubling me. He will smash them like a glass plate. It just smashed them off. That's the power of our God. Praise God. It's always the government. Always my family. Always my neighbor. Oh, people in the village. They are nothing in the sight of God. They are absolutely nothing in the sight of God. God is about to move them. He's about to crush them. He's about to trample on them. He's about to give 
unto you that which you deserve. Your healing will be there for you today, right now. Your healing is available. Your deliverance is available. Your miracle is available. Lift up your hands everywhere under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we lift up every man, every woman, both far and wide, those who are watching out there and those who are in the auditorium right now. Spirit of the living God, I pray, Lord, not just by my prayer, but because of the integrity of your sovereignty, we believe, oh God, because of who you are. With man it is impossible, but with you all things are possible. Lord, as I kneel down on this altar this morning, I pray for all those who are sick under the sound of my voice. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I decree and I declare, you are here in the name of Jesus. Every sickness in your body, from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, as long as God is God and he's still on the throne, he's the only wise God, invisible, immortal, the king, eternal, I decree upon his name, Jesus, Yahweh, I call upon you right now. That everyone seek under my voice, whatever the sickness might be, the pain, it doesn't matter. I rebuke out, 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 out. In the name of Jesus, ulcer melt away, ulcer disappear, cancer disappear, brain tumor disappear, hey, blood disease out. In the name of Jesus, every infirmity, zata ligos kabalega, keso torobo sabrande legesata, esa delushagada. Diabetes out. Skin disease out. In the name of Jesus. Every problem. I see someone with pile. Pile from your bum. I decree and I declare. That pile melt away in Jesus name. I see someone with breast cancer. Breast cancer. Melt. 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 Jesus, every blockage in your tubes, every woman that is believing God for the fruit of the womb, receive, 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 be here, receive, 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 receive the fruit of your womb in the name of Jesus. Every man that is important out there that is struggling to make it work, I decree and declare, receive strength down there. You are healing Jesus' name. Everyone that is struggling from paralysis, paralysis from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, whatever paralysis on your legs, your knees, your hand, every stroke, melt away in the name of Jesus. Come out, 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 you spirit of infirmity. Tell out in the name of Jesus. Someone with demonic arrow fired into your legs. You have swollen legs. In the name of Jesus. 
whatever elephantiasis, witchcraft deposit, ekananas kodia, zebelela lausha delaha, lembruku sakelegata, every sickness and pain and disease that is caused by demonic interference, satanic attack, evil arrowed, jantelebe shabala, isakaria mandolo, menderebe sarobo kie palada, meshi lada yagadoza, ikamprota, lebelede skutelebea, rakes kombro dobo dira shada, I destroy you from the root. I destroy you from the foundation. Ekadazi Korobos Kambradelia. Be healed in Jesus' name. Lord, every sickness, disease, throat cancer. Ekadabashodere. Cancer in your throat. Yetalabasa. Or every gold in your throat. I curse them to melt away in the name of Jesus. Problem with your spine. Zetu Telebesha. Menda Rabagoski. Le Riva Dagazante Every problem with your spine. I decree and declare. Be healing Jesus' name. I see an individual, you have a problem with one of your hip. You cannot walk properly. You cannot sit properly. Even to sit, you are in pain. You are always lying down on one side. I see this hip joint move in the name of Jesus. I release the power of the Holy Ghost. Back. Move. Go back. Go back to your place. Move. Go back to your place. Be healed right now. That pain on your hip. Come out. 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 Be healed. Be healed. Be here, be here in the name of Jesus Christ. Take cataracts in your eyes, cataracts in your eyes, melt away in the name of Jesus. Deafness, dumbness, you speak of deaf and dumb. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. You cannot function with your fingers. You used to be good on the computer and you used to be good at work and then suddenly your, your veins and your bones begin to hurt and it looks like it's arthritis but it's not arthritis. They are very, very painful. I pray for you right now that all your phalanges, your tassels, the metatassels, they work normally in the name of Jesus Christ. Your veins and your muscles and your joint, I decree and declare you are here in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I see someone is struggling. You've been beaten by an insect. Someone be struggling. You're struggling your right arm. You were beaten by an insect. And that thing is poisonous. You've been going back and forth for treatment. And you are so afraid. You are scared that they're going to ask you to cut your hands off. They won't cut your hands off. I decree and I declare there's no distance in prayer. Wheresoever you are, that, that poison... That venom that has been transferred into you, I decree and I declare that your vein begin to function normal. Your muscles function normal. Every paralysis on that right hand, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed in Jesus' name. Migraine. Excruciating pain. Migraine. I release the blood of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost upon you. You are healed right now in the name of Jesus. I command migraine to disappear. Melt in the name of Jesus. There's back pain. Back pain. Excruciating back pain. 
I pray for you right now. Every pain on your back, that, that which has been troubling you, you cannot sleep, you cannot sit properly, you cannot rest. And, and sometimes you have to put some ice pack at your back. You have to lay down and they put ice pack. You've gone through therapies. You've done a lot of massage and all of this. And they're even telling you you have to go for an operation. I pray right now that the Lord heal you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet in Jesus' name. I declare and declare that back pain melt away. Melt away. Melt away. Melt away. Melt away. In the name of Jesus Christ. Raise up your hand. Every problem in your life. I don't care whatever the problem is, how long it has been. Lazarus was dead for four days and the Lord brought him back to life. Your business may have died. Your marriage may have died. Your immigration document things may have died. Your, your, your plans and visions may have died. I decree the Lord will ignite that vision. Ignite your document. Everything that is causing you to be rejected, I decree they will call you without any issue of appeal. They will tell you it was a mistake on your document and you'll be granted your papers that you are looking for. In the name of Jesus Christ, I decree upon you, in the name of Jesus, your husband will get to you. Your wife will get to you. Your children will join you in Jesus' name. Your business will not die. Your marriage will not die. Your, your, your exam, you will not fail. That credentials, you will obtain it in the name of Jesus. You are going to travel. That visa, you will get it in the name of Jesus. You are going to excel. Your life will never be the same. Your business will not go down. Your church will not collapse. Your health will not collapse. Your finances will not collapse. Your family will not collapse. Your calling will not be destroyed. I decree the hand of God, the power of God, overtake, 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 in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare upon your life new beginning, new beginning, new beginning, new beginning, new beginning, new beginning upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will help you. He will help you in the morning. He will help you in the daytime. He will help you in the night. He will help you when you are down. He will help you when you don't know what to do. He knows the way of all the earth. The Bible says he will show you the path that you will go. You will not fail. He will make every crooked path straight in your life in the name of Jesus. He he will teach you your ways. Zatalagadosha. Lift up your voice and begin to speak in tongues. Pray in the realm of the spirit right now. Every area. Eshatalabosha. Ekalukas Cabrede. Zatelegesuba Brandio Talaga. Membriada de Adela Desu. Zagadio Zakatagakuske Telebim. Zatalagadi. Isa Ronte Bakio Kazande. Ioko Lagades Gantelego Zibaha. Zampre Benezibalaga. Ekashabroto Yogazike Yende Iko Tala. Zetiko Kabalagadaga Zeha. Every departed glory be restored. Be restored. Be restored. I pray for strength for you, sister. Strength for you, brother. Who are backslidden. The Lord will restore your life. He will restore his glory. He will restore his grace. I pray for open heavens upon you. Zantalabazoli Kadaha. Ike. 
Mamanda, Rembreg, Lule d'Asia, Ventuse, Sendisi, Catalamashua, Menterebes, Rabobo, Ikelada, Ikelanga, Noscambre, Dele, Yuzi, Ziteleges, Catalabajo, those of you who are depressed, those of you who are confused, those of you who are exhausted, I pray for strength, I decree revival, restoration, revival. The Bible says the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead shall quicken your mortal body. Zatelebe, he shall die your Zianada. The Lord quicken you this morning. The Lord quicken you this morning. The Lord quicken you this morning. He will quicken you personally. He will quicken you spiritually. He will quicken you emotionally. He quickens you academically. He will quicken you nationally, internationally, experientially. You are restored. You are delivered. You are healed. You are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus. You possess your possession in this life. You will become an unending legacy. You shall not fail. You shall not fail. You shall not fail. You shall not die. A portion is not your portion. Aborted death is not your portion. Your career will not be aborted. Your family will not be aborted. I scatter the plans of the enemy. I nullify the oppression. In the name of Jesus, raise up your hand for restoration. Raise up your hand for his glory. Raise up your hand for his touch that the Lord will touch you as he called Lazarus to comfort I call you to comfort to your potential comfort to your potentials in the name of Jesus as he called Lazarus to comfort I call you to comfort to excellence comfort to maximize your potential comfort to victory comfort to overcome comfort to a, a, a life of glory comfort to a life of excellence comfort in the name of Jesus comfort spiritually comfort financially comfort emotionally maritally academically comfort 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 come out 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 comfort 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 in the name of Jesus I decree upon your life. You will excel in strength. You will be a surprise to your family. A surprise to your generation. They will look at you and wonder. You will become sister wonder. You will begin to do great and mighty things you've never done before. The Bible says he will show you great and mighty things that you know not. And this is the time of great and mighty things. This is the time for the mysterious. This is the time for the miraculous. I pray that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. It is well with you. It is well with your family. It is well with your husband. It is well with your wife. It is well with your children. It is well with your career. It is well with your job. It is well with your health. It is well with you spiritually. It is well with your business. In every area, I decree and declare shalom. 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 Nothing missing. Nothing broken. In Jesus' name. Raise up your hands. Father, bless every man. Bless every woman beyond measure. You said unto Peter, cast the net on the right side. And Peter said, sir, at thy word, I decree and I declare, you will not miss your way in this life. You will not go on the wrong side. You will not be associated with the wrong people. God will connect and reconnect you now. Favor will be your portion now. 
your helpers will come your way now and God will cause you to have sweatless victory excellence will be your portion in as much as Lazarus was dead for four days he came out perfect he will perfect that which concerned thee in the name of Jesus whatever he already began in your life he will complete it in Jesus name you are blessed this day for your sake your people are blessed your family your generation yet unborn God will stretch forth his hand of mercy upon them you will walk into his excellence in the name of Jesus and people will begin to see and, and they, will, they will admire the manifestation of the excellence of God upon your life in Jesus name thank you father in the name of the Lord Jesus we pray so we put those hands together for the Lord hallelujah don't give up on yourself because God Almighty will never give up on you it's gonna get better it's gonna be brighter and you're gonna make it we love you God richly bless you we really appreciate you joining us thank you so much for being part of what God is doing in the house to God be the glory and don't forget and um, feel